Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. And DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS. Bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. It's the Game of Love with Jessica Smith. Hello, everyone. Happy Friday. I'm Jessica Smith, and this is the Game of Love. I have my gorgeous co-host by my side. Hi, hi, Denver. Oh, Miss Rashawn Spicy Sanchez. Do you like your nickname? I love my nickname. I totally think it fits, especially because when people meet me, it's like, you're so sweet. And it's like, but I'm not. Well, <laughs> you are sweet, and now you are a redhead, so it really fits the thank, spiciness. Thank you. You are spicy. Thank you very much. And you're sweet and spicy. I try to be. You're like a good good hot wing. Get a, I'm a good hot wing. I'm like a honey <laughs> habanero. <laughs> you're so cute. <laughs> um, and we got Danny here, of course. He's working away. Um, so appreciative of of you, Danny. Appreciative of you guys. I was telling you the other day when we were doing the podcast that I always learn something new. So I'm hoping to learn something else new today. Yes. Yeah, so you let the cat out of the bag. Uh, you are now producing the game of love. Oh, I didn't. Or am I supposed to keep that under wraps? No, no, no. no. I, actually, I wanted to talk about it, but okay. I, I, I didn't know if you were okay talking about it. I did not get sure. consent from you. So now that you did, I'm so happy to share with our audience that you are producing the Game of Love podcast and our upcoming show, Game of Love After Dark. And you are you're the man behind the magic, behind the curtain. And um, thank you so much. Um, the first episode just came out this week that you produced, and it sounds amazing. Well, thank you guys. And I can't take all the credit because we do have pretty good production space. And uh, yeah, I'm happy to be a part of it. It's a pleasure to, uh, to do that show every week. And I'm looking forward to learning more new things, like I said, and having some more fun with uh, the podcast and the radio. I know. We, we're, we're together all the time now. It it's seems great. like it. Yeah, it's pretty good. Pretty good. <laughs> it's like the Three Musketeers. Oh, yeah. I vibe on it so hard. Also, for everybody listening, Danny is this like tall drink of water and I'm a tiny little human and so I get to come in for like a waist hug and be all small every time I see him (laughs) I am very much invade his personal space because I get to be little and I'm like yay Danny (laughs) and like I said the the last show that you put out sounds amazing and it's very cool we have uh, a new vibe with it Uh, new music new intro outro music which I'm in love with and it just it sounds really good so well, well thank you yeah you guys do all the hard work and all the heavy lifting and then i just come in and make sure that it sounds good at the end so it's pretty easy for me but um i'm yeah happy to be a part of it and i like the new music too it's got a great vibe thank you we love having you danny we're just obsessed and just could not do any of this without you i know you say we do the heavy lifting but lifting but it's like a lot of us going off on tangents and you reining us back in. <laughs> it's like herding cats over here. It's like herding cats. Poor Danny. <laughs> and then all the ridiculousness that we talk about. Oh, my gosh. And there's times that I'm like, oh, poor Danny sitting there in the booth going, oh, my goodness. These two talking about their sex life and things that I don't really want to know about. <laughs> you want it's definitely knowing very deep, intimate things about your friends. Yeah. Well, it's part of the gig. That's right. We can't wait to get you to open up. Crack that little walnut wide open. Let's see. Tell us it all. <laughs> 
And you might want to weigh in uh, tonight with the show because tonight we are talking about first date turn-ons and turn-offs. So as we're going through this list, Danny, if you want to hop on in and give us some of your turn-ons and turn-offs, we would love to hear. All right. Well, if something comes to mind, I will definitely share. Yes, that's what I'm talking about. I can't wait for this show. It's going to be so good. Right? Yes. Okay, so... W- without further ado, ado, let's let's talk about these first date turn on and turn offs because they're really um, when we decided this is the show that we were going to do tonight. Um, at first, it was like, gosh, you know, maybe this is like half a show or a segment. But when I started thinking about it, I'm like, wow, there's actually a lot to comb through. Uh, so. I say we start with the first date turnoffs. Like, let's start with the negative stuff. I like that. And then we'll end on a positive note. Yes, let's get all the don't do these things out of the way. And then we can move into all of the ways you can ensure that your date is ready, willing, and eager for that date number two. Yes, yes, or yes, yes. Or keep date number one going okay. into the wee hours of the morning. Ooh. <laughs> <laughs> um. Well, do you want to go first? Do you want to give us a... Absolutely, I do. Okay, so this is this is huge. I talk all the time on the show about um, how I don't have bad dates, right? But I also... Who, am, I'm sorry. I, every time you say that, I'm like, really? I know, right? Are you sure? I'm sure. And here's why. Because I look for certain things. And if it's just not there or the vibe's not right or their energy is off or something is just like red flag for me. I'm out. I dip. It's thank you so much for your time. Let me pay for my drink. I appreciate this. Thanks for meeting me. I'm not feeling it. I'm moving on with my life. Because I think our time and energy is precious. And when we're out here dating, especially if we're dating intentionally, meaning we're looking for a partner, you have to be very careful about where you're spending your time. So, right? Absolutely. Absolutely. Okay. So real talk. Real talk. Real talk. You sit down with someone and let's say this is somebody that you met on Tinder, okay? okay. And, you, and you you go to um, Postinos. Like, I know you love some Postinos. Oh, my favorite. Um, so you sit down and you're like, ah, you know, this this guy isn't as hot as he was in the picture. I'm like, eh, I'm not totally feeling him. And it's just kind of like, eh. Like, will, will you just dip? Will you just be like, you know, I'm really not feeling this, so... Listen, sir, um, I'm not interested. Thank you, but no, thank you. Like, is it is like that? Yeah, a real, a that, real thing? so that's a real thing. Now, I'm not rude, right? I I was raised by a southern mother, so I know my manners. Girl's a lady, um, but I I do always finish that first drink. But I'm very clear and concise in the fact that I'm not feeling it. So we'll have the drink. I'll continue to engage in conversation, and my energy will be very clear of like. We're just talking, you could be a business meeting at that point. Like I'm feeling nothing. I will finish the beverage. I will always pay for that beverage and I will thank them for their time. And then, but I, and I'm very clear at that point, I'm not feeling it. You seem wonderful. I don't think this is going to go anywhere and I don't want to waste your time. So I think we should both just move on. And I make it very clear. I'm not trying to be your friend. I don't want to hear from you from the next six weeks. Please don't hit me up on Instagram. You seem delightful. Your person is out there. I'm not your person. And again, I think it's like when you really know what you're looking for, what you want and who you're trying to attract, it's pretty easy to determine in the beginning that it's not going anywhere. Sure. I get that. Yeah. Okay. I just, I just wanted to, I just wanted to see what your MO was because I didn't know if you're like, you sit down and five minutes later, you're like, you know what? I'm, I'm not having this. And then you, and then you bounce. I, I'm, I, I'm in full support of like, just have one drink. Yeah. One, one drink, drink and see, I, there has, I have one time one instance where I did walk out of a date. Not, again, I wasn't rude. I just, we sat down, we were like getting ready to order a drink. He said something that was just super misogynistic. And I already knew just based on who I am as a human in this world that we were never gonna mesh. And people are who people are and I fully support that. But it was this thing of like, we're gonna butt heads in a really aggressive, human-based way. So I, before we even ordered a drink, I was like, I'm sure you're delightful, but I'm not picking up on that. So I'm gonna go ahead and leave. And I did. Um, but that was, again, when we talk about like meeting people and deciding about that first date, it, that what's the energy in the conversation? And this was one where I was like, I don't have a lot of time to waste in the sense of like, I'm going to be really busy. I'm free tonight or I'm not free for the next three weeks. 
So let's just go ahead and do this. So we hadn't talked much. So I'm a big believer in that converse, that conversation stage in the beginning. What about you? Uh, I will do uh, like a one drink. Yeah, I'll, I'll do one. And I feel like that's appropriate just like to have a sit down and, and, um, you know, if there's, for me, I always remember that this person has come into my life for a reason. And you know, you of all people being one of the closest people to me yes. that I am very discerning about who I spend time with. Like I, like, like people think I'm very extroverted and I'm, I, I am social. Of course. But I, I love me some alone time. I'm fairly introverted. I'm very, very careful about how I expend my time. So much, you know, much like yourself that I, I'm not going to waste my time. Nope. And I'm not going to waste somebody else's time. And when I am in a situation on a date that I'm like, you know, I'm just not feeling this and I really want to get out of here. I will, I will pause on that feeling of wanting to hurry up, get the check and run out the door. I'll be like, okay, let's just pump the brakes real quick. This person is in front of you for a reason. You know, like the universe has brought you two together. Let's look for the lesson in it. And so for me, it turns into a spiritual thing at that point that I'm like, okay, what am I here to, to learn or hear, you know, from this, this human. And really I, I think that's also a survival mechanism as well. I think it's very beautiful. Yeah. It's a beautiful trait. It's a beautiful trait. And it's also, um, cause I will cut and run. Like I will, well, we were just talking about this. Um, just, you know, uh, you are very tactful and you're also very direct. And sometimes I won't be like that. I will let things go on a little bit or I will cut it and it's, it's ugly. It's savage. It's just like savage. a blood bath of like murder and yes. chaos. Yeah, there's been some guys that I'm like, uh, I didn't even, I didn't even order a drink one time. I sat down with a guy and I was so like, nope. He's like, do you want a drink? I'm like, no. And I sat there for about five minutes and I'm like, um, yeah, I'm not feeling this. So um, I'm going to go have a good night. I mean, it was so... Not it nice. was so savage, but you know what? You, who is this person to you? Do, what do you, what the question, the big philosophy question always comes up with, what do we owe each other? Right. And in that moment, what did you really owe this person? Right. Your honesty and giving him his night back. Right. Right. Go enjoy your night. Stay here. Have a nice meal. Like I'm pretty, but you're gonna be miserable because I don't want to be with you. And so my energy says that. So <laughs> well, how about I leave and you have a good night? Exactly. Exactly. Right. Yes. All right. So, um, I can't believe we have to take a break. I know. I know. We haven't <laughs> even gotten into what we wanted to talk uh, about. Danny's so. wrapping it us up right. again. Okay. <laughs> uh, all right, you guys. Uh, we will be right back on the Game of Love. And I just love your fleshy ways. Guess it's why they're broken. You're so big. Biggie, biggie, biggie. Can't you see? Sometimes your words just hypnotize me. Queen B. Won't no smoke with me. Okay. Been turning small. Hope 800 degree. Whole team. Chefs cause she's a treat. It's the game of love with Jessica Smith. I'm a savage, had a too nasty. Talk big, big, but my bank account matching. Hood, but I'm classy, rich, but I'm ratchet. Hey everyone, welcome back to the game of love. I'm Jessica Smith. And I am Rashawn Spassi Sanchez. Ow, ow. <laughs> um, you guys, uh, we had a great day today because we were here at Mile High Sports with Gil Whiteley. You guys know him and love him. He's, you know, uh, one of the biggest celebrities here in town, famous voice. Well, he had us on his show today and we had such a great time. Um, we were just laughing that... Uh, he was giving us crap because uh, we did not wear red shirts today because he does this beautiful tribute um, to uh, to the troops, to, to the, the veterans. Yes. yes. And so it's like wear red in honor of really of, of the veterans as a whole with, with his work within the Marine Corps, which is beautiful. Such and we did not wear red, even though he said we could. 
if we wanted to, but no pressure. And then we didn't. And then it very much felt like pressure because we weren't in red. And I was dying. I was like, if you want a woman like, to do so something, sorry. be clear. Don't say no pressure because guess what? I forget then. But if you say you have to do it, then I write 80 million to-do reminders. It's on phone. It's on email reminders. Like, I'll wear red. You just got to tell me. Well, I was cracking up because I didn't say this on his show, but I almost wore this like really sexy bra and panty set that I just got from Victoria's Secret and it was red. It's like I reached for it and I'm like, yeah, I'm going to wear black. And I'm like, if I would have wore that and then he was teasing us about not wearing red, I think I would have flashed Gil. I think I just would have pulled up my shirt and been like, oh yeah, I don't got a shirt on, but what about these? <laughs> Listen, there are so many ways to honor our troops and our veterans. You know, I... And I appreciate your sacrifice. Thank, thank you. you. I've been told I'm a one, one woman uh, USO. Is that what it is? <laughs> oh yeah. <laughs> I mean, I, come you know, on. I'm welcomed a few troops home. Who doesn't love a soldier or two? You know what I'm saying? You who are wearing a camo know? jacket. Yes, I you are. are. See? Hello, troops. All right. When is Fleet Week? I'm just going to Google. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I need to go. When is Fleet Week? Just joking. I'm oh. kidding. I passed that age. So much love to Gil. Much Gil, love to Gil. Thank, thank you. you. We had such a great time, and he's just a lovely, lovely man. So tune into his show. He's on every day at 11 o'clock. Yep, 11 to noon, Monday through Friday. An absolute gem. Also, gem. what I loved at the end of his show that he gave that I was so impressed with, because I'm not a sports better, um, was he gave like his picks for the weekend, for the games, yes. and was like, if come Monday comes around and you don't win all of this money because you didn't listen to me, don't call and complain. And I loved that. A, he's sharing knowledge, he's sharing tips, yes. he's sharing insight. All you got to do is listen. I know. And maybe you want to go into, like, what is it, FanDuel? What is it? What's his... Yeah, FanDuel is one of our sponsors of the station here. FanDuel Sportsbook. Okay, what? well, I wanted to like go on and like place a bet and like, and then call Gil and be like, "Hey, I made two grand this weekend thanks to you. I'm taking you out for margaritas at the south." <laughs> he would love it. Die, you must do it. You absolutely must do it. Okay. Oh. Gil had us on the show. Yes. We were just talking about how we get out of dates ourselves personally that aren't going well. Yeah. Um, I'm dying as you're explaining your situation because you're talking about how you turn it into a learning situation and really mm -hmm. connect in with the spiritual there of what am I supposed to learn about this person. And that just speaks so highly to who you are as a human and who you are as a dating and relationship coach in general. Because like you always say like, I'm let me go out and figure it out. And then I will tell everybody else what to expect and how to handle it. And it's so cute to me that you take these bad date situations as an opportunity to be like, what do I, what am I here to learn from this person? And you give that time, that commitment and that energy to it. Whereas I'm like, I'm sure you're great. And I'm sure your mom thinks you're just like <laughs> the bee's knees, but I'm out. Cause I'm not, I'm not seeing it. Um, and that's not a knock on anybody. It's just like, we all have different energies and stuff, yeah. but you're like, let me learn. Let me learn. Let me grow. So that my, the next client I have who says, I went out on a date and it was like this energy. You can be like, I'm experienced in this. I know what I'm talking about. Listen to me. I had a date like this and this is what happened. I just, it just speaks to who you are as a human. Cause most people would be like, I'm not doing this. I don't care about this person. Well, thank you so much for that acknowledgement. And I do. And, and one of my biggest rules that I live by is to treat everyone like a, like a human. And I, I just try to be a good person. And part of that, um, you know, is, is showing up and honoring the person that I'm having dinner with drinks with or doing an activity just to, you know, show them love and, and honor them. And it's, it's so easy when we are out dating to get frustrated and to be really judgy and really picky, Ooh, yeah. you know, cause we, we want things, we want our person and we want this list and we have this list and we, you know, we have a dream that we are working towards and we can also be really cutthroat. Mm. The sweetest of people out there can be very, very cutthroat. And, um, especially my circle of friends. Cause, cause, cause we are, <laughs> we are strong women out on these streets. So, um, for me, it's a good, um, reminder of humility when I sit down of like, instead of looking at this guy, uh, like true story. Um, I went on a, I think it was when I was allowed on Tinder. <laughs> um, it was several years ago. I got, I got catfished and it was this 
what I, I thought I was walking into a date with a tall, dark, handsome gentleman. And what I walked into was an extremely short, dark, unattractive gentleman. And I walked in and I can't say the words that I uttered to myself. Like I said them out loud when I saw this guy and I was like, mm, I was so pissed. I almost turned around and left and I caught myself and I'm like, listen, stop it right now. This is a human being. You go sit yourself down. You are going to engage with him. You don't have to kiss him, marry him, spend the rest of your life with him. Just be with him. You can give him the courtesy of a drink. Courtesy of a drink and some conversation. And you and you say this all the time that you're like, it might not be a love connection. It might be a great business connection. might be a friend. It might yep. be an interesting moment. I sat down with this gentleman and we had a great conversation. He's, uh, he's extremely intelligent in what he does in his field. And that was interesting. And then we started talking. We, we uncovered that he just got back from a very teeny tiny town in Argentina, in the mountains that I've spent a ton of time in and we knew the same people. See? Well, that goes right back to your wisest person in my life. Why am I meeting this person? Exactly. So in that moment, I'm like, that's why I sat down with this person. So, you know, it was a, you know. I'm curious, did you also use that as an opportunity? Because you did sit down, you did have the conversation, you did have the drink, but did you use that as an opportunity to be like, hey, why the catfish? Because you could, you don't know. You're, you're putting out this image now. You could have run into a situation where you could have sat down and had a really good conversation and a good connection with somebody who wanted to meet you based on you. Yeah. Why are you lying about who you are? Why do you feel that's necessary? Did you ask that? I didn't because we ended up getting engrossed in conversation. Wow. And we had a good time. And I, I also was very conscientious to not lead him on. Of course. And so that was, that's a fine line, you know, mm -hmm. to be engrossed in conversation with someone. Like I was interested in him as a person and what we were talking about. Yet I was very careful in my body language and like I had like one glass of wine. I'm like, no, I'm good. You know, I'm, I made it known that I was going to be leaving soon. Yeah. So I did not call him out on his catfishing situation. And honestly, I could tell that I was not at the place to date, give him dating coaching advice. Well, nor should you. Out. I don't think that's your responsibility. And I could tell that he was, I could tell he was insecure about it. Mm -hmm. Well, clearly. Clearly. Right. With the catfishing, right? With the catfishing. Clearly you're insecure about something, and we all are. Everybody, it doesn't matter. You could look at the most beautiful, perfect human that you've ever seen with your eyes, and I guarantee if you walked up and talked to that person and said, what about yourself causes you pain or concern or whatever, what are you most insecure about? They're going to have something. We all have something. Yep. We all have a wonky knee. We all have a big toe situation. You know, we all have an elbow that's a little crazy. Like we all have something, all right? Have something, yeah. But, you know, my thought process is no successful relationship can ever be established when the foundation starts with a lie. Mm -hmm. So if you are somebody who's out there who maybe on dating apps has pictures that are, you know, five to 10 years old, or you're misrepresenting your career or your life in some capacity. S serious filtering. Yeah, too much filtering, too many presets. Like, just stop. Because I promise there is somebody out. There is a match. There is a key to your lock. You will find the right person. And honestly, do you really want to go out with people who are only interested in going out with you because you represent yourself at, at, as X when you're really Y? No, that's not how you establish a relationship. Yeah, and we've talked about this before, but on, on dating apps, what I, what I have done is I'll put pictures on that are um, unfiltered, that are present day, and that I don't have the hair and makeup on, yes. and full body shots. So uh, true story, I um, matched with uh, a former uh, Bronco player, and he only seen pictures of me, no makeup, my hair, like, like literally just selfies in bed with no filters. And um, I walk into our date, and he, he was like, holy, like he was freaking out because I like walk in, I'm like, well, bam, walking <laughs> in that door with hair and makeup and everything. And he's like, you were pretty in your pictures. And he's like, I like, you're stunning with, um, you know, no makeup on. He's like, 
but you showing up like this, he's like, I am so blown away. And I would rather have that. It's like Absolutely. under promise, over, over deliver, deliver, right? You know? Well, and in a relationship situation, if you're really dating intentionally because you're hoping that whomever you're talking to is somebody you're going to be waking up next to eventually, mm-hmm. I am not anywhere near as cute as I am during the day when I wake up in the morning. I have naturally curly hair, which means half my head is curly and half of it is straight. I wear glasses, like Coke bottle glasses. Girl cannot see. My eyelashes are blonde, like, and my eyebrows. So it looks like my face is bald. Like, I'm cute, but I'm not like, it it just, anyway, the point of that rant is. (laughs) It was a beautiful rant. Thank you. The point is, is someday I'm going to want to wake up next to this person and I want them to be really happy and satisfied and in love with the face that's waking up next to them. Not the perfect version of me that my brows are done and my lashes are on and, and I've got lipstick and I'm contoured to the gods, right? Like I'm a mess and I like being a mess. I love ugly Sundays. They're my favorite day of the week. You say ugly Sundays, you know, like, because you, yes, you and I I'm talk stay all day home every day. And be ugly today. And mm-hmm. and I I always push back on that. I'm like, no, you are gorgeous even without you know all and being all done up. And I agree you. with you. I think I'm the most beautiful when I wake up in the morning. Like I yeah. wake up in the morning and I'm like, oh my god, look at you! Look at how cute you are with those bags under your eyes. Where are you going? Oh no, girl, we had no bags. <laughs> oh, we I did. do. I am bagged too. Listen, <laughs> I got Doctor Happy over here that takes care of these bags. Let me tell you, Happy Clinic, love oh, you. Um, shout out. <laughs> They're not a sponsor. We just love them. Oh, uh, not yet. Anyway, um, but going back to the dating apps and putting pictures up. So you guys, when you are putting your profile pictures up. Or if you already have pictures up, go in and do an audit and think about you're going on a date. Okay. And your pictures are going to set the tone. So if you have pictures from seven years ago, when you were 17 pounds lighter, they're filtered, um, you you know, you're, you're hiding, you're misrepresenting yourself. Think about you walking in that door and seeing your date and they go, oh. Right, you oh. wouldn't want to have that reaction, so don't give it to somebody else. Don't give it to somebody, like, don't set yourself up. Oh, don't set yourself up for hurt. Don't set yourself up for hurt. Like, I, I would say, like, to the ladies that are listening, that, you know, you want to, like, filter it up and you know, look at. We know our angles. We know okay. our angles, says, oh, yes, we do. Mm-hmm. So, instead of busting that out, put, like, the real life angle up. The full on and like put the pictures that you were bloated and it's like, again, under promise over deliver. So when you walk in, they're like, wow, wow. Wow. Not only can I have a Sunday hanging around in our sweats watching football, but she can also go out and really just like showcase. And you gentlemen can do the exact same thing. Step it up, pick out a nice outfit. This is not the topic of the show. I'm loving our tangent. I love our tangent. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Really dress to impress, dress to impress. And for photos, I always, 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 when I'm rebuilding a new profile or making edits, hand it over to one of my friends to say, are these pictures an accurate representation of who I am? Do these look good? Do they have a good flow? Am I high? Like, always put it through a secondary filter of your friend group to make sure, yeah, I like these photos. These are good. You're representing yourself well. These these look fantastic because nine times out of 10, your friends are gonna be like, I don't know. Let's go get some new photos of you. Let's go yep. photo shoot in the park right now. Mm-hmm. Right? And don't yep. be afraid to ask your friends to take photos of you too, guys. Yes, please have your friends take pictures of you. And no more selfies in the truck from below with your sunglasses <laughs> on your head. I'm begging all of you men in Denver right now, please Ask your friends to snap a picture while you're taking a hike. It's really cute. Please do that. It's cute. Um, and also like the the bathroom selfies, you know, just be conscientious of those. Yeah. The check the perimeters, yeah, you know, yeah, check the sure. background. <laughs> Nobody you know. likes the toilet seat up in the background. Yes. An empty toilet paper roll. So and your bottle of lotion. <laughs> um, <laughs> so Shall we hop into some first date turnoffs? Yeah, absolutely. Okay. Um, first one is, this is actually one that you threw in this morning. So I'm just going to take yours. Go for it. You could take mine. Oh. I don't know why. I just want to hijack They're all yours. of ours. We have the exact same thing. Go for it. Uh, not having a plan. Yeah. You know, one of my rules, being a dating coach, be, be a, a man, man, have, have a, a plan. plan. Let me tell you, it uh, like, drives me crazy when a guy's like, hey, what do you want to do? I don't, I don't. I, I'll tell you, sir, what I want to do. I want to do what you're going to plan for us to do. Mm-hmm. That's what I want to do. Yeah. 
It's very simple. And this goes both ways. The person who initiates and requests the date is the person responsible for making the plan. Yes. You can ask questions around, oh, do you do you drink? Okay, great. So yeah, the answer is yes. I, now maybe I'm thinking brewery or cocktail bar. Like what's your vibe? Do you prefer liquor? Do you prefer beer? Like you can ask additional follow-up questions to ensure you're planning something that your date is going to enjoy. Do you like an activity? Are you vegan? Do you have like allergies to foods or any like food aversions? Like those are fine questions, but from there, I don't want to, if you ask me out, I just want to know what time you're picking me up. Mm-hmm. Well, it's like once there's an establishment of date and time, gentlemen, from there, you can just say, hey, how about dinner and a walk around Sloan's Lake? You know, something like that. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. And then when it comes to, you know, she says yes. Okay. Then you can say, um, Mexican or sushi. Perfect. Give two options. Mm-hmm. It's kind of like having children. You, yeah. you, you don't give them like, what do you want for dinner? And they're like, like I want, I want candy and <laughs> chicken nuggets. <sighs> no, you got to tell them, do you, do you want this or this? I want so. you guys to know that candy and chicken nuggets reference uh, that she just gave is a direct hit at me because I was over the other night and I wanted candy and chicken nuggets for dinner and she told me no. <laughs> so that was a direct hit. Ouch, <laughs> my heart. <laughs> We will eat our vegetables. (laughs) You have a plan, lady. Um, You're 100% right. And and it's attractive. It's attractive. It is attractive to have somebody else take the planning out of your hands and put the work in. Yes. So um, give us another first date turn off. I, uh, not checking in early in the day. So if we've been talking early in the week, Wednesday rolls around, you're making your weekend plans. Remember, nobody likes a last minute date request. So you should, if you're talking to somebody, you should have a date plan by Wednesday. By Wednesday. By Wednesday. Um, and we haven't had a chance to converse much Thursday and Friday, but our plans are Friday night, right? Check in with me Friday morning. And it doesn't have to be a, hey, are we still on type situation with 20 million question marks. It can be, good morning. I'm really looking forward to seeing you tonight. Does seven still work? Yes. Right? It's on your mind. You remember we have a date. I'm not having to remind you we do. We know what the plan is. The time still works. And we're all able to go through our day with anticipation of the fact that we have a date later that night. Yep. Or your person that you're waiting to go on this date with, if they haven't heard from you, they're sitting in a place of anxiety all day long, wondering, is this really gonna happen? Is this person gonna cancel last minute? Should I make backup plans? Cause it's Friday night. Yep. Like don't put somebody you wanna go out with in that position. I hear you. And that is one of my biggest pet peeves. Yes. It, that anxiety and that like, this is again, going back to precious time. This is our precious time. I, I. Sir, if we're not on tonight, let me know because I'm going to go booze it up with my girlfriends, okay? I have 20 other options. Right. I have 20 other offers to go do something. And that one may be Harry Potter by myself on my couch. You know, I'm all about it. Don't make me get too deep into wanting to do that because I will 100% cancel on you when you call to confirm. (laughs) That's right. (laughs) All right, honey. We're going to take a break. We'll be right back. Game of love. Getting jiggy with it. I love your vacation home. How much time do you spend here? As much as we want. And when we're not using it, we rent it out. Our amazing team cares for and markets it on all the major booking sites. What team does all that? Picasa. They manage everything, and I see it all on my phone. Plus, they've been earning us over 20% more after I switched from my last property manager. Your vacation home earns you that much? It's not a vacation home. It's a Vacasa home. Get your free vacation income estimate to see how much your vacation home can earn you. Call 800-544-0300 or visit vacasa.com. Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. And DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable. 
available. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS. Bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com slash sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700. Boss, hmm? you know we finally here, right? Well, we... It's Friday then. It's Saturday, Sunday. It's It's the Game of Love with Jessica Smith. Hey everyone, welcome back to the Game of Love. I'm Jessica Smith, and I have Rashawn Sanchez with me. We are thrilled that you are here with us on this beautiful Friday night. We can't believe it. We're so excited you guys are here. We're talking dating, first dates, turn-ons, turn-offs, what works, what doesn't work. We were just talking about not checking in early. Yep. And how that is a massive, massive turnoff. And you run the risk of your person actually canceling when you go to check in at four or five o'clock in the evening and being like, you know what? No, I haven't heard from you. Yep. I made other plans. I, I assume this wasn't happening. I do that all the time. And I tell my clients that I, I give them like a, a four hour um, uh, like window or not a window. I give them like a four hour buffer. Yeah. But I'm like, okay, if our date's at eight and it's four o'clock and I haven't heard from them. I'm not going. I don't blame you. I've made other plans at that point. Yeah. I actually think that's generous. My time cutoff is kind of noon. Okay. Because I'm like halfway through some type of work day at that point. And I, I want to feel the anticipation yes. of going out with somebody. I want to start getting to that mindset of I'm going to go on a date. It's going to be amazing. Instead of the anxiety of like, well, okay, do I, do I have to like, you know? Yes. And I am a classic overthinker. So then I'll be like, wait, I thought we had a good connection. I thought we had a good vibe. I thought we had good conversation going. This was really going to happen. Did I do something wrong? Did I say something wrong? And I'll go back and reread texts. And mm-hmm. listen, I know I can have, I have the ability and I can reach out and be like, hey, are we still on for tonight? But I shouldn't have to do that if you're the one that requested the date. Yeah. And so I think that's the biggest thing. The person who requests is the one who confirms. Yes. What else is a turnoff for you? Um, uh, this one is universal when somebody is rude to staff. Oh, I hate it. I uh, I went on a date with a guy several years back. It was actually um, a, a blind date. Our friends set us up. And this man, he's this, he's well-known. He has a high position in a well-known company. And he rolled in with his nice car. And he already had gifts for me and my children. Started off great. Wow. Yes. And we sit down and he starts name dropping and talking so unattractive. Doesn't ask me a freaking question. But the 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 kicker was people would come over the staff would come over and he would belittle them. He'd be like, "Uh, where you know, he was like being rude about how fast the food was coming out or not coming out and the quality of everything and just like dismissing you know like these hand gesturing of like mm. please do not interrupt me right now and I the, one of the waitresses because it was a fancy place you know you and you get a lot of the the, the staff yes. catering and one of the girls came over and her and I looked at each other like this you know this, this jerk guy this jerk <laughs> and um and for me I you know I was like mm, no. he's, he's lucky that He's lucky you're even sitting there. And also, yeah. like, what, I'm sorry, what are you gaining by belittling other humans? Right. There's no human hierarchy. All right. We're all going to, we're all going to expire someday. We're all going to go to whatever the next stage is. Like, wh- what are you doing? What are you doing? And it's like, okay, what happens? Let's say, let's say we go down this romantic rabbit hole and we have a relationship. What what is this person gonna? How is this person gonna treat me? How are they gonna treat you? Seven months down the road, when like the butterflies wear off, you mm-hmm. know, am I gonna am I gonna get this treatment? Are you gonna treat my mother like this? Ooh, yeah. Heck no, sir. I will mm-hmm. slit your throat. Yeah. <laughs> Before that happens. Before that ever happens. <laughs> I think kindness. You know, I I actually had a first date this morning. We went to breakfast, which was so. I first of all, a, a breakfast first date is so underrated. 
How freaking adorable is that? How cute is that? I was, it was just, the whole experience was just adorable. And um, I got there a little bit early and he had already had us on the list. So I grabbed the table first and sat down and was drinking my coffee. And so I was able to make friends with our server. So by the time he arrived and our server's name was Kyle, by the time he walked up, he and I already had a rapport going. Um, and my date just seamlessly moved right into that. He was super comfortable. We ended up getting a pancake for free. Our breakfast was at Snooze. Um, so we shared we shared a pineapple upside down pancake. How, that's, that's how my, cute that's is that? That's my favorite freaking pancake. Um, and it was just, it was a, this amazing experience that for me in that moment, I was like, if he can be kind to somebody he doesn't know that I clearly have built this rapport with and we're laughing already, mm-hmm. then that tells me that it won't matter who I'm with or who I'm around or what situation we're in eventually, I can trust him around my friends, around my family, around my colleagues. I can trust him with sponsors and at events and fundraisers. Like that tells me so much in that moment. If somebody can be kind to people they do not know, I mean, you're taking your attraction factor from whatever level it's at and just amping that up. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, One of my biggest first date turnoffs is talking about past breakups and divorces. Oh, Lordy. I can't tell you how many dates I've been on that guys sit there and, well, my ex-wife is crazy. This, she did this and she did that. Listen, sir, I, I, first of all, I care, but I do not care to hear it on our first date. I'm here to date you. Uh Uh-huh. I don't want to hear about what went wrong. We're going to get there. Yeah, we're going to have a conversation. We're going to talk about it. But that's not sexy. It's not sexy. (laughs) Well, and I think as women who have been were who have been married, who have been in relationships, who have gone through divorces, there is a man somewhere out there that I guarantee when he talks about me to his friends or to his new girlfriend, you crazy girl to be like, right? My ex was so crazy. I'm sure my ex-husband loves to tell people how crazy I am was continues to be. I don't know. But the, the reality of that situation is, is, is it true? No. It's true to him. So it's like, I don't want to hear how you think your ex is crazy. Why don't you tell me what you did to her to make her crazy? Because I'm on the side of the woman in these situations every time. I wholeheartedly agree. I just think it should be a conversation for... Down the road. Down the road. Agree. Maybe there's a... I, I would say date like three, you can lightly touch on it. Like, oh, I'm curious. You were, you were married before. How did that go? That's just, that is not first date talk. First dates. um, Another one I'm going to throw in, I'm going to do two back to back. Um, Somebody that I I love dearly does this and I had to like, like give her some guidance. If you have children, um, don't go in talking about all about your children. Like you are here to date this person and this person is here to date you. Your kids I know that your children are the most important things to you. I understand that. Lightly touch on them. Yes, I have three children. These are their ages, la, la, la. To me, it's a turnoff when a guy sits down and he's like, these are my children. These are the activities. This is what, and I'm like, oh, great. I'm so excited about here to hear about your children down the road. Yeah. Well, because in that moment, the energy I get from that is like, listen, I've got my kids. They're so incredibly important to me. They've got so much going on. We're so busy. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. And listen, a man who's involved in his kids' lives, a man who's a good dad, hot, hot, give me all that DILF energy all day long. There is nothing sexier to me than a man who is a good father. However, I don't want to be sitting at dinner with you imagining us two years down the road and I'm playing stepmom and I've got soccer tournaments and we're at <laughs> Disney World. And like, I, if we fall in love and that ends up being our lives, amazing. amazing. How lucky are we? But on yep. date one, date one, I just want to sit across the table from you and imagine you without your clothes on. That's all I want to do. I don't want to be thinking about your children. And this yep. is coming from somebody who has children. Yep. I don't want to talk about my kids. Yeah. I'm a grown up tonight. I'm not a mom. I agree. I'm a sexy being across from you. Don't think of me as a mom. I don't be fetishized. I I get it. I get it. So I would say table table those to later down the road. Yeah, when you're guys when you're established, when you're past that like first few dates, do we do we not like each other and you're getting into something a little more serious? That's a great time to have those conversations more in depth. And cuz those are necessary conversations. Now, I'm going to throw out one that is for the for the guys listening. Ladies, do not reach for your wallet. Like that fake reach that 
90 some percent oh, of women do. I should pay. Should I? I'm like, no. No. Like, if, if a man has asked you out, you gracefully sit there when that check comes and you just look at him, you put a little smile on your face. You don't have to look at the bill. Don't look at the bill because that's rude. Mm-hmm. But just, you know, you might want to look around or look away while he signs the check. And then when he closes that bill, you lightly touch his arm, look him in the eye and say, thank you so much for dinner. I really appreciate it. Absolutely. That, that's it. Don't don't fake reach. Don't fake reach. Um, and I think what you're doing there is you're giving the man the opportunity to be a man. Yep. You know, in that moment, he asked you out. He fully intends to, to treat. Um, which is incredibly important. I had a date the other night, which was amazing. A few weeks ago, last week, whatever. Um, and we go to look at the menu. We're at a steakhouse and he was so adorable. He reaches over and he touches my arm. And he's like, dinner's on me tonight. Get whatever you want. And I smiled coyly back at him. And I said, it's adorable that you think for a second I was going to pay for this. <laughs> like, <laughs> that's not, does my energy say I'm reaching? Cause I'm not, I need to adjust if that's what you got. And he laughed. He's like, of course not. I just, he's like, you just never know how to handle it. And so yep. I respect that. And it was fun and it was a cute way for him to make sure I didn't have to worry about the cost of the bill. Yeah, and additionally, the, for me to just be like, you're cute. You're definitely paying. Like, yeah. <laughs> I don't, I'm not paying for this I, I love, I love all of that energy. So talking about the, the turn-ons, let's, let's transition from the negative ones into the, the good. Co- I yes. think they're so important. What's your biggest turn on on a date? Well, the first one, this is not the most important, but this is the, the one, the first one that comes up on the actual date. And that is being punctual. Oh yeah. On time Be, or communicating or communicating. Yeah. You get stuck in traffic. Like let's talk about it, but just, you know, we're all busy, you know, the, the, we're all facing the same traffic of Denver, okay, mm-hmm. and every other major city. Okay, Denver is not that bad. I mean, hello, Atlanta. I mean, New York, come on. No, I was so, just anyway. in Boston. I was like, oh. Right? Yeah. Okay, so we're all facing the same traffic. We all, you know, be on the plan. Plan. Plan ahead. If we're meeting at 7 and you know it typically takes you 30 minutes to get anywhere, give yourself a 45-minute buffer. Also, then you get to already be there. What a power move. I love walking up to a restaurant or a bar and the man I'm meeting is standing outside waiting for me. Mm. He's, he's waiting. He's attentive. He, I, I love that very much. You know what else I also love where a lot of women do not agree with me on this. And so I fully respect that. I love when a man offers to pick me up for a first date. If we're having good conversation, we've got a good vibe and connection. We've had a phone conversation and we've got a date planned and he offers to pick me up huge, huge turn on for me. I love a gentleman. I am a feminist, absolutely, but I love a gentleman, a man who pulls out the chair, covers the tab, picks a lady up, walks on the outside of the street, puts his hand at the small of her back. Gentlemen, these are things that women are are seeking and longing for. Now, not all women are going to like that, so be careful in how you bring that up. And if she says, no, thank you, I'm not comfortable with that, don't be offended, don't take that personally. She's just protecting herself and being safe. We have to do that. Mm-hmm. But it's a it's a big thing for me for a man to offer. I love that a man will offer and um, thank you for you know giving the guys that um, the heads up if a woman doesn't take him up on it it's it's nothing against him it's just it's a, it's a it's rough out on these streets it's kind of a scary world and so we need to be discerning so to the ladies that are listening I would say thank you so much for asking um, I'll I'll go ahead and meet you there. And you can just be very nonchalant about it. I, I'll, I'll meet you there. And then second date, when they ask, I would it. love that. That I would be so, love Thank that. you so much. Now, I do want to add an asterisk here because I do think it's important. I live in a secure building. So even if somebody has my address and knows where I live, they cannot gain entrance to my building and they definitely can't gain entrance to my unit. They don't know what place is mine. Like, So I do want to add an asterisk there that's very important for our listeners. Like, I'm safe. I'm protected. So that's, that's why it's such a big turn on for me. I think that's important. We're running so like this show is like flying by. I know. I got to know more of your first date turn ons though. Cause I, you have so many, so let's lightning uh, round. Them. Let's lightning round. Well, you, you said one of them just now, like chivalry is a big deal to me. Huge. I want good manners. Um, uh, quick story. I went on a date with a guy this year and he did 
everything. I didn't touch a door. My my fur dropped on the floor, and he stood up and ran over and picked it up and put it back on my chair and kissed me on the cheek and ordered for me and did all of the things. And that is a huge turn on um, having good manners, um, uh, good eye contact. Eye contact and conversation. Mm-hmm. Look me in my beautiful eyeballs. <laughs> get lost in the sea of my epicness yeah. and vice versa. I want to get lost in yours. Be comfortable yes. with that. Another one for me? Yeah. A great dresser. A man who shows up ready to go out with me and we look good together and he's put time and effort into his look and the, the look he's putting together. Unstop. An amazing outfit. One of my very best friends is a stylist here in Denver. She styles co. She's amazing men. Please hit her up online. Um, she works with men specifically. It's brilliant. But Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie. Anne-Marie Love Liebman. You, Anne-Marie. Love you. Um, that for me is like mind-blowing. Can't stop, can't get enough. Guarantee I'm thinking about getting you out of those clothes. Promise. I love that. Um, uh, I'll wrap us up with the the final one that yes. you and I share. It's the after date check-in. Oh, so sexy. So sexy. Like, let me know when you get home. <gasps> Ooh, um, chills. That and I had a great time with you. Thank you so much. It, I, I really love, 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 you could put your own little flair on it. Yes. And that follow-up request. I had a great time tonight. I cannot wait to see you again. When are you free next? Love it. So ladies and gentlemen, that is our super quick rendition of First Date. Oh, it's in an hour. Oh, no, we need like a six-hour show. <laughs> um, speaking of shows, our new spinoff show is coming November 11th, 11-11, very auspicious day. It's the Game of Love After Dark. We are so excited. Um, it's going to be on Spotify on OnlyFans, so you can get the audio version on Spotify, the video version on OnlyFans, and our first episode is... 11-11. 11-11, and it's the porn episode. It is, and I cannot wait for this one. Um, we're super excited, and please let us know what you guys think. Check it out. Yes, subscribe, and we're going to give you tons of juicy content. Right, Danny? Right. Very <laughs> juicy. Yeah. Danny gets through all the shows. Dripping. Dripping. Danny for the win. (laughs) And that's a wrap on Friday night. That's right. Oh, my goodness. Uh, Thank you, Danny. You're a gem. Um, Have a great weekend, ladies. Thank Thank you. You too. Rashawn, I love you. Thank you for being here. I love you. Thank you. And thank you to all of you listening. It's a pleasure having you here on this Friday night. Until next time, get out there and love each other. The stars above Without it Life is a wasted time Look inside your heart And I look inside mine Things look so bad Everywhere In this whole world What is fair Football fans, who's ready to score some free bets? Now you can when you bet on any NFL game this week with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. New customers who bet just $1 on either team to score can win $100 in free bets. When a team scores, you score. DraftKings Sportsbook customers can also get skin in the game with new same-game parlays. Combine multiple bets from the same game for a bigger payout. The more legs you add, the more money you can win. And DraftKings Sportsbook is safe, secure, and reliable. And best of all, you can deposit and withdraw your cash whenever you want. Download the DraftKings Sportsbook app now and use promo code MHS. Bet $1 on either team to score and win $100 in free bets. If they score, you score with promo code MHS this week at DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Must be 21 or older, Colorado only. New customers only. Restrictions apply. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-522-4700.